0: Hello and assalamualaikum Alaikum everyone. Thanks for joining us for today's episode of Batji. My name is Mikhail. I'm joined today by uh, Faris, Mohamed Faris Razuddin. He is our new CUSA president at Carleton University. So he's worked at CUSA for a long time and he's just achieved the role of president. Really great to have you here, Faris. Thank you so much. I thought we could just, you know, get into a little bit uh, of your background first. So what brought you to, to Carleton? When did you start? Uh, and what has been your kind of involvement with CUSA? I am
1: uh, a fourth-year mechanical engineering student from Dubai, but originally my family is from India, and even further, my ancestry comes from Burma, so during partition, my dad's side of the family migrated south, and my mom's side were from India, and were part of the back then the southern uh, royalty so it's kind of it's very funny story half refugee half royalty kind of situation <laughs> here uh but yeah essentially i came to canada in 2019 uh, for mechanical engineering i've always had a passion for like student politics and you know getting involved and all of that and i quickly started getting involved within a lot of the clubs um, at Carlton, and then um, I came across CUSA, and, uh, and I and I thought to myself, Ki, you know, I remember it was frosh and I saw all the executives on the stage before uh, the Canal Games, right? I think everyone's been through Canal Games, and I was like, you know." then I want to be there like I want to okay. be up there and I feel like that was like an inspiration point for me to kind of climb up and yeah since then uh since my first year I've been involved with QSA in any shape and form I did volunteering I did it all I say to people uh, I did volunteering I did brand ambassador I did counselor uh, I did service center I used to work at the wellness center before then last year was VP and then and alhamdulillah, this year, I got lucky to be elected as the president.
0: Okay. Yeah. So a bunch of different roles with a bunch of different responsibilities. Was there a favorite ever? Uh, Like a favorite role you had? Oh,
1: Someone's asked me this question before. Uh, I think the wellness center was really fun. Honestly, mm-hmm. like I love my BP position. I did a lot of good events. I did mosaic, you know, PSA was involved in that and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think the wellness center was where I had the most fun Okay. Just cause I I there was no restrictions. There was no one bossing me around. Even though as VP no one was bossing me around, but it felt like I was restricted with the with the budget, restricted with right. out of bureaucracy, you know, university backlash, that kind of thing, right? When you I think that's anything when you plan anything large scale. I like the concept of doing like a small community working with that. That was more fun and I was able to meet like more people, more constant people. There's nothing bad in meeting new people. It's just that you see these people at all your events, they come to your space, and then I believe that service centers are like the direct kind of service point for, you know, anything student life uh, interaction. So I guess that's wellness center was really fun. It was also like my most inner in-depth understanding of what CUSA is, what it can do, what it cannot do. So I guess, yeah,
0: that's yeah, that's great. And they've become such an important part of campus life, I feel right after COVID, especially, uh, it's been really, they've taken a really important role in the in campus life, really. So oh,
1: yeah. Uh-huh.
0: And so I guess from that, I'm, I'm just wondering, what are you looking forward to in your new role now in the big, the big <laughs> and maybe kind of what are you nervous about? <laughs>
1: Uh, well, there's a lot of ideas. I feel like uh, time is of the essence. So, the thing I'll start with, what I'm most scared about is promising too much and delivering less. So, I think that's why even my campaign was promise less and deliver more, you know? Oh, yeah. So, with that, like, my thing, one of my top priorities that I've already started working on is more jobs. Uh, you know, inflation is, is, is terrible, right? Students are struggling, international students are struggling. Um, and then, you know, just by reshuffling CUSA a little bit, And just kind of like magnifying some of the positions, we're able to create more jobs. And I think it's not just about the jobs and the money that can bring it. It's also getting more people involved within student politics and student leadership roles. Because I feel like QSA is so isolated. It's only the people that you know, that you know, and then you know, right? So it's like this, it's like this, it's good to have this network, but it's also very... Um, exclusive network, you know, not sure. the average student wouldn't know about it, so which is why you're kind of like expanding that network, but at the same time, when you expand this already built up network, brings in more people involved, right? So, I guess that's the main thing, and then a lot of like internal advocacy that we want to do where. Um, uh, food insecurity is, is an issue we're trying to get a referendum again get the usc the food hamper levy right a lot of things we are working on you know in equity in terms of equity we're thinking of doing a part getting grants from the you know government for um, menstrual products on campus so like a bunch of a lot of things that we want and then obviously, you know, uh, we have like five out of the uh, the six uh, team members. So getting them involved, getting them onboarded will be the top priority and making sure that like, the team is very strong. I think that is also one of my biggest fears because, you know, you often see that if your team is not strong, there's a lot of issues that kind of come in. And if it's a team yeah. of six students that represent over 27,000 students and if they're lacking or there's not good connection or bonding then it would it it will affect the overall management of the association so i guess yeah like a little bit of a lot of advocacy a lot of jobs also some fun stuff we we want to reopen the wing so it's a space between roosters and starbucks so uh, we want to open the wing again for like a lot of food options we're thinking at least five to six vendors uh, different you know cuisines. And then we're also thinking of opening a new business, um, a service center for hair salon, nail studio. So I think all of some all of the whole year will take in planning that and right. You know, but I think my most important will be is to set set everything in stone. So at least it's in movement um, after, you know, my term. So I guess that's like the long term plan.
0: Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of plans. So, okay, yeah, because I was looking at the policies and trying to kind of organize them under one scope. But what you said helps me do that. So that gives me a better look at things. Is there anything, like, have you been influenced at all by, you know, your position as immigrant or, you know, where you come from? Has that inspired you towards taking these steps at all?
1: a hundred percent a hundred and one percent. often people of color you know especially um identify myself as a muslim identify myself uh, as a brown man mm-hmm. and there's already you're already like removed from a point of privilege within these categories already right <laughs> i feel my first two things that identify myself as i always say my first name uh takes my privilege off right mm-hmm. and Muhammad takes the privilege off mm-hmm. right so my entire journey has been to kind of break through that barriers that say that that Muslim men or, or you know, Muslim uh, brown men, South Asian men can't achieve that, can't get into like, you know, leadership roles or this big or that big. And every step of the way I've had, I've had people that equally supported me, encouraged me, motivated me, inspired me, but at the same time, there are people, my own friends would, would tell me, why are you wasting your time, you know, uh, mm-hmm. you know those things that people always say like i heard a lot in my first year and i i and i tell myself if i'd listened to them i would not have been in the position that i am right now yeah Uh, Yeah. if i had wanted to go out with them instead of going to say a club event or a volunteering event i would have not gotten the opportunity right so every step of the way, it's true, like, you know, if it's not, unless you acknowledge that you have to put in twice the effort, thrice the effort, four times the effort just to get into that table or just to get into a spot is a big deal. I was the first male in to work in the wellness center. Getting into that interview, I had no idea. I, I knew for sure that I was not going to get the job because it was a very email-oriented uh, kind of space, right? Yeah. So I had no I had no expectations, but Alhamdulillah, I got the job, yeah. right? I ran for president last year and that was one of the most live examples of no matter how hard you work, it's always, there's always this this positionality that comes into of place and you get a slap on the face and saying that, well, you know, you, you thought too high of yourself, you know, come back, you know? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's when I realized that you know not just because you put in the hard work it's not always enough because there are these unfortunate things um in society that kind of push you back because of how you look how you where you're from so i guess with that my main thing is to inspire a lot of these students inspire so many people not just you know uh, people from the south asian community but all people of color, you know, that you can achieve if you put in your effort, you put in your work, and you're being honest and you're being truthful. Then, you know, it's, it's giving me like Shadow Khan from Om Shanti Om. But yeah. Um, but the, the idea is, and we, we saw, that, saw that in the VP elections about how many um, POC candidates ran for VP positions, nearly all of them, right? There were eight people alone that ran for my position this year, which is the biggest right. high ever at QSO, and it's 82 years. Right. Yeah. Like even in in the in the raw elections, there are a lot of POC people running and you know, it's it's really nice to see that because I was inspired by by someone and you know that it kinda of passed it on and to kind of motivate people to do that. Right. I feel like a lot of the POC we have this thing called the imposter syndrome where we doubt ourselves. Mm-hmm. Right. I feel our biggest villain is ourselves because we doubt ourselves so much that we're scared about, you know, how it turned out. So, yes. Yeah.
0: Good. No, that's fair. So going from that, yeah, you said inspiring people is really good. What changes uh, do you want to see in terms of the South Asian community? Uh, under your, like in in the coming years, uh, and kind of give your rounding remarks on that.
1: I guess uh, I feel like our South Asian community, like I said, we always hold ourselves back. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, I was talking to a friend of mine and she was telling me that it's all the Angry's fault, you know, it's, it's, it's their fault, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Because while well, the essence is we we're, were submissive to this community, right? Mm-hmm. We always doubt ourselves. We have the talent, we have the energy, we have all the resources to do it. But we think that they're better than us. We think that they can do it better than us key. We, we don't believe in ourselves, you know yeah. um, So I think my message for them is to say key, I did it, guys, right? And you can do it as well. So just like being confident in yourself. there are a lot of times that I have not been confident in myself every single day something bad happens and I think to myself, key did I make a bad decision? Mm-hmm. do I, you know? Uh, maybe this is not the job for me. You know, I'm too, like, this is not the kind of space that you want to go in. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not standard for people to go in. There hasn't been um, a prominent South Asian QC president, right? Yeah. Uh, so how do I put my mark here? Would I be just one of them that come and go? I, I wouldn't even know if there's ever been a South Asian president at QUSA. I know there have been execs, but I don't think there has been a president. But the point no, is,
0: think, yeah, you're the first one. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, maybe. I know there have been execs, but I don't never yeah. I'm no, I don't know for sure. I have to like maybe check on that. Mm. Uh, but the essence is there's a lot of responsibility. And I always be like, it's not just for me. It's also about what I can do for others. Right. Okay. And my one of my friends, she's actually the VP uh, Community Engagement. She's Afro-Indigenous and she'll always tell me it's. It's not what colonization has done for you it's what it can do for you
0: mm-hmm.
1: so yeah, yeah, a
0: great yeah. To look at look at it through. Yeah. It. Well, yeah, it's this has come up uh, in my other discussions for sure. And we've heard it encouraged uh, with South Asians, especially because, you know, with the whole colonization thing, but really everyone can benefit from that. It's like, no, like, don't put yourself down. And uh, it's your story. And it happened to you for a reason. Why I keep looking at it as a barrier when the person who put it there is no longer seeing it the same way. Of course. Yeah, that's that's great to hear. Awesome. Yeah. And we, at at least in the PSA, are rooting for you for sure. And I know that you have lots of followers outside of that, but definitely with us, you've secured uh, the, yeah, the support for sure. So. I so, love yeah, that, yeah and you've been you know you've been a friend of the PSA as well this, this <laughs> whole semester so so yeah. that's been that's been awesome and it was great to great to talk to you thank you so much Varis. Uh, we kept it a little brief this this week uh, it's got uh, more of a spotlight episode we're trying these things out uh, so thank you everyone as well for listening for joining us you can uh, check this out on YouTube and on Spotify as well and uh, yeah we'll keep you updated for the next episodes thank you thank everyone you so thank, thank
1: you, you so much have a nice day bye